I guess everything old is new again. Hi, my name is Hilton Price, and I'm an OK Geek. I picked up a couple of number ones last week, or maybe it was the week before. I like number ones. Uh, even if I don't stay on the series, it's always neat to see where a writer, what a writer is doing to set the stage, how an artist is creating the world and hoping to invite us in. It's neat to see what kind of themes they're going to start introducing this time around, this runaround, this new chance to tell a character's story, or a new chapter in a character's ongoing story. And sometimes it's a chance to get to know new people, places, and things in a corner of comics that you haven't explored before. I pick up a lot of number ones. I don't always follow through. I don't always grab number two. But I pick up a lot of number ones. And I grabbed two the other week. And I'm going to stay on both for now. For the foreseeable future. The first one was the new Outsiders from DC, part of their ongoing Dawn of DC event. Reintroducing a lot of their characters, starting a lot of books over at number one. I've talked on the podcast before about how much I'm enjoying Superman since it relaunched with a new number one. I'm also enjoying Wonder Woman. First time in my comic reading history that I've been reading Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman at the same time. And I'm enjoying them all. This new number one that I grabbed is also kind of adjacent to the Bat family. It's Outsiders, number one. And it's interesting because it's got both um, Kate Kane, Batwoman, and Jace Fox, who is Jace Fox the one... I'm sorry, Luke Fox. Luke Fox, uh, who was Batwing for a while in the New 52. So two characters who are very, very much are or have been strong members of the Bat family. And it just seemed like a, like a new, you know, we're going to explore some unknown stuff kind of thing. Doing some work outside of Gotham. Uh, they make reference to the Gotham War, which just wrapped up recently. What really caught me about this, though, was not the introduction of a third character named Drummer which that name alone should immediately perk some ears. Um, it was what they start looking for. Because it starts when they enter the Bleed, and longtime readers may remember the Bleed as something from the Wildstorm universe, or maybe it was the Vertigo universe. It was had to do with the Authority, and it had to do with a little book called planetary and sure enough at the end of this first issue of outsiders kate kane is holding a book called planetary with a familiar logo from an old comic series called you guessed it planetary planetary was written by a good writer and a bad man warren ellis a competent writer uh, responsible for some really exciting, compelling, interesting series over the years. Uh, he had a hand at uh, the controls of the authority. Planetary, of course. One of my favorite books, Transmetropolitan. And several others. Uh, he later came out that he's been engaged in attempts at grooming young people. And um, a lot of kind of just bad behavior online. Uh, with people who were much, much younger than him. And unfortunately, many... Many, many women have come forward with stories about him. So stay away from Warren Ellis. But read his old books. Used, if you can. Don't let him get any money off them. But Planetary was one of his best. Um, A fantastic series that took um, its leads on unique adventures across, essentially, the multiverse. Um, Oftentimes 
encountering characters that, although not necessarily the actual characters, meant to be analogs for um, uh, characters that you may be familiar with in comics. And then occasionally even running into actual characters you know. There was a crossover Planetary Batman, which was quite good. It's a very good series. It's very highbrow, high-concept, sci-fi. Um, and it, it only ran 27 issues between uh, its launch in 1998 and its end in 2009. Uh, so a, a slow series uh, written by Ellis, like I said, and with uh, a beautiful, beautiful art by John Cassaday. So highly recommend, used if you can. And it is very cool to see DC going back to the well with this new team to tell stories with this unique framing. Even bringing along a character named the drummer. Uh, although this drummer is female, the previous drummer was a male, um, who alongside uh, characters Jakita Wagner and Elijah Snow would go on these adventures. Now we have Kate Kane, uh, Jace Fox, like I said, and, um, I'm sorry, Luke Fox, like I said, and uh, a new drummer. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, the book says Unearthing the Secrets of the DC Universe. And as you know, DC and Wildstorm and Vertigo, they all kind of converged during uh, the aptly titled Convergence. So it's all one world now. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for this. It, it even got me to look back on some past issues of Planetary and pick those up again so that I could kind of get a, a refresher course on some of that story. So if you're looking for something neat, also, um, Planetary dealt with these new characters, uh, and at least this is grounded in some DC heroes we know. So if you're a fan of the Fox family over in Gotham, or New York, if you're following uh, I, Am, I Am Batman, was that the book where uh, I think Jace Fox is the Batman of New York? Uh, and of course, you know, Lucius Fox, their father, uh, the, the man who's been uh, assisting Batman with his tech for many years. Uh, and then another member of this Outsiders team, Kate Kane, of course, Batwoman. Um, brought back around during the New 52, I believe, or maybe just before. Uh, very storied history in comics. This is a character going back to the 40s or 50s. And the current run, uh, the, the current character has been uh, very popular with fans. Uh, she's a character of LGBTQ persuasion, so it's been a great character for representation for, for those of us that uh, love to see a little bit of ourselves on the page. And, of course, she's just a badass, so got a little good badass. Outsiders 1 was fun. Uh, good art. Some very intriguing ideas and, and just good, 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 well-written characterization all around. I'm on board. I'm on board. The other number one I grabbed was Alien, number one. Uh, it's being put out by Marvel, uh, one of the recent movie properties that they have grabbed up, like Star Wars, like Planet of the Apes, like Predator. Uh, this Alien, number one, and I, I was a latecomer to the Alien franchise. I saw Alien 3 when it first came out. That's considered one of the worst of the bunch. And then in recent years, like I think maybe just two years ago, I finally got around to watching uh, Alien and Aliens, the uh, Ridley Scott and, oh, shucks, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember who did Aliens, but great movies. Uh, Alien, of course, classic horror movie. Aliens, the sequel, more of, a, of an action, a space action movie. Um, but they're both really terrific films and, and really just help set and cement the, the mythos of the xenomorph. And this book um, is set, I believe, several years after at least some or both of those movies and is um, introducing us to some new characters. But there is a, some, some, some through line that is keeping me involved, like the um, 
team is still connected to the, um, what is it, Wayland yutani Corporation, which I believe is the one that was behind the very first expedition that encountered the first alien in the very first movie. And we'll, we even meet a, 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 a family member of the family that owns that company in this book. And we also get uh, some great action, uh, some great characterization as we meet our new team, and really uh, gorgeous art as well, written and drawn by Declan Shalvey, and, um, you know, assisted by lots of other people. It's good. It's good. I'm on this one as well. At least an arc for both of them, one through six, one through five, one through four, whatever that first arc ends up being. But I'm at a point where I'm enjoying the adventure, the story, the unexpected of comics. And both of these books are feeding me that. Something a little, not so, what I'm, not so much what I'm used to, something new, something different, something exciting. And I'm, I'm here for it. I'm excited to see where this takes me. Also read a one-off recently. Star Wars is doing their Vision series in comic form, just like they have on Disney Plus. Star Wars Visions, of course, is a anthology series, typically half-hour episodes, uh, written and drawn uh, by unique animators. The first season had a lot of classic anime artists. Uh, the second season has broadened it into uh, you know artists from around the world. And there's now a uh, a, a comic series called Star Wars Visions. It's letting an artist uh, at the helm to tell their own stories. First one had Peach Momoko on, and and I have been a fan of Peach Momoko for a bit now. I thought her Demon Soul series over at Marvel was an interesting uh, classic Japanese take on uh, your typical beloved uh, Marvel heroes. <clears throat> As someone who's been an Usagi Yojimbo fan for, <clears throat> man, almost 20 years now, it's uh, gotta love them feudal Japan stories. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good period to mine for stories. And this one is no... Uh, uh, Peach Momoko's uh, Demon Souls was no different. So setting her unleashed across the galaxy far, far away was uh, a no-brainer. And she tells an interesting story about uh, a religious cult that a Jedi and her companions come upon and the fight for control that happens therein. Uh, Momoko's art style is unique, is easy to spot, and is unmatched in its uh, beauty, its grace, its delicacy, and when needed, its power. Um, she has a, a unique approach that can, is, is very much her own and is very easy to spot. Um, and I'm, I'm a Peach Momoko fan for now. Whenever she's involved in something, you could probably see that I'm going to grab an issue. Uh, and this was a fun story. And I, I may grab more because I know the next one is going to be uh, Takashi uh, ok- Okozaki, uh, who did one of the animated episodes of Visions as well. So I'm excited to see what he does on the printed page. It's good stuff. going to switch gears and jump over to television. Um, I started a new series, and I wrapped up the first season of a series recently, and I've enjoyed both immensely. Let's talk about the wrap first. I, I just, within like the last hour or so, finished the first season of Superman and Lois. That's the CW take on um, Lois and Clark, if you will, uh, starring Tyler Hoechlin as the Man of Steel. And it's been making a lot of waves uh, because it's, you know... The fans are saying that it tells very heartfelt, family-focused Superman stories and with, with excellent casting uh, for Superman and Lois. Uh, Lois played by uh, Bitsy Tullock. And uh, a great job by uh, the boys, who in the first season is uh, Jordan Elsass and Alexander Garth, Garfin. Excuse me. Uh, they're doing great. It's great to see. The first series was a lot of fun. 
it was really um it did a great job introducing new characters and uh putting new spins on the superman story um and really you know it's it's very much like an elseworlds tale or a one off that you know you just get to play in this world for a little bit and you get to play in this world with this unique parameters um you know not to get too deep into spoiler country but uh this is a story about superman and lois and their two boys uh jonathan and jordan kent uh, we know in the comics, Jonathan Kent is a young man, uh, and they have the one son. Uh, uh, he is their one son. In, in this uh, in this drama, they have two. And it's, it's, you know, sometimes that stuff is done poorly, and this time it has been done very well. And I, I very much enjoyed this first season. Then there was some uh, strong additional uh, casting. Um, as we got a supporting cast including Emmanuel Chikri as Lana Lang, now married. Lana, was it Guthrie, I think? Um, Eric Valdez as her husband, Kyle. Uh, Indy Navarrete as their daughter, Sarah. Uh, and then really got to talk about what a great job Wole Parks did as John Henry Irons, um, showing up in the first episode as a potential foil uh, under a different name. A little confusing, but interesting. And just a really great job of uh, building this cast and, and, and him especially as a um, kind of a becomes an ally to the to the Clark to the to the Kent family, excuse me. And then you meet other other characters as well. Uh, Lois's work partner at the newspaper she joins, uh, Sam Lane, her father and the head of the Department of Defense. Um, the, the villains are interesting. The. The way that the plot threads kind of weave and, 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 and intertwine uh, f- as they get to the finale was done well. And it's a CW show, so you're going to have some of that drama, and in this case, some of that teen drama as the boys are in high school. And it's done real well, you guys. I'm a 44-year-old man. At no point was I like, oh, this is crap. Turn it off. It was believable. It was well acted. Uh, the boys are a uh, breath of fresh air. They're really great actors. They're doing a great job embodying these characters. Uh, and it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun to watch. Um, and the first season ended great and ended strong. Uh, you could see where they were ready. If they didn't get a second season, they were ready to just cut it there. Or they were, you know, ready to kind of have one or two mysteries to solve as we get into season two. And uh, I, I will be on board for season two. So I think um, I think you should, too. If you if you do check it out, uh, hit me up on the old Facebook. My name is Hilton Price. As you know, I'd love to know what you think of the show. And uh, I don't know, maybe we can talk about it. Started something new as well over on Netflix is uh, Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. This is the latest Scott Pilgrim product from Brian Lee O'Malley, the man whose black and white six-issue book series, Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life, uh, was spun off into a movie and then re-released as color graphic novels, and now we have a cartoon series with the voice cast from the movie. So we're talking about Michael Sarah. We're talking about Brie Larson. We're talking about Chris Evans. We're talking about Brandon Routh. We're talking about uh, so many uh, popular names that you know from other media. Um, did I say Michael Sarah? Yeah. Uh, Ellen Wong, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Satya Baba. What are you guys, not Satya Baba fans? Jerks. He was great in the first and second episode, too. The... Um, the series goes in new directions from both the comic series, uh, the, the graphic novel series, and the movie. So if you're expecting the same story told again, and not that those two were the same, they were, there were some unique differences, as there should be in an interpretation. 
Um, this takes even bigger steps away from the expected. And it was very good. It's very compelling. It's very interesting. Right when the first episode ends, you know that we are in for something different. And I am here for it. Brian Lee O'Malley is an excellent storyteller. He's a wonderful writer. And he just, he's a delight, man. He's a delight to see do these things. I enjoy it very much. And I'm two episodes in. This has gone in very unexpected ways, uh, not only for our hero, but for our villains as well. And I cannot wait to see where it goes next. This was a lot of fun. Do I know how long this is? Let's see if I can find out how long this is. Only eight episodes. Lame, lame, lame. We'll see if there's a second season. I hope there is. So far, I'm enjoying it. Six to go. About all I got this week, you guys. Over on the video game front, I've been playing Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And I probably will be for the foreseeable future. But I don't know, man. A couple episodes of Scott Pilgrim's got me thinking about fighting games. So maybe next time we talk, I'll have finally gotten my Darkstalkers on. Anyway, if you need me, you can find me on the socials media. My name is Hilton Price, and OK Geek is a semi-regular podcast where we talk about video games, comic books, and all sorts of fun geek stuff. And I'll see you guys next time. Take care. <laughs>